Hello. Hi. Welcome to another episode of When Football Met Soccer, where we talk about all things football on the pitch, off the pitch, and lots of exciting stuff this week. So it's been many, a whirlwind. So many things. I don't even know where to start. I mean, not not exciting about my personal life, but yeah. I meant not, nothing happening. That in your was a given, life. right? Yeah, nothing happening in your personal life. Well, let's start with Napoli. Great, great news for Napoli. They won their incredible. F- yeah, they won their first Italian Serie Serie title in 33 years since Maradona. Yeah, with a one-to-one draw at Udinese on Thursday. I'm honestly really happy for them. It's a great team this year. Uh, they've had 25 wins, I think, five draws and three losses. Admittedly, they've had a much better first half. Uh, the second half, they stumbled a little bit. They could have won the league a week ago, but they had like a, another. I think they drew it. They drew again. And they so, drew, yeah. Yeah, but honestly, they've been a really strong team. Uh, they should have been in the final, at least in the semi-final of the Champions League. Uh, they deserve it more than Milan or Inter, but I guess they lack a bit of experience. I think last year they would rank third, and they lost a bunch of important players. Uh, in the summer, Insigne, Mert- Mertens, and Koulibaly, but they still uh, managed to destroy uh, the other teams in Syria. Honestly, super happy for them. Osman is a beast this year, 22 goals and 4 assists in Syria. I don't know what to say. I'm very, very happy for them. And like Naples, you can feel it. It's a city that like breeds football, right? It's like yeah, so much history with Maradona, so... Everyone's celebrating like crazy. Really, really the happy scenes for them. from the city, all the fireworks. When you drive around the city, where all the images and the videos people were posting online, it was absolutely incredible. It's like they won the World Cup or something. It was yeah, fantastic. Yeah. And thirty-three years—that's a really long time. And you can kind of see, like they, since Maradona left, they've never quite gotten back that reputation and that. Yeah, and also like it's not a team that has no disrespect, but they've only won. Uh, the league uh, three times right so it's not like a the history crazy, yeah but that's yeah. what i'm saying it's like compared to some other teams in the league like mm. juventus and stuff they yeah. don't they, they don't have that legacy and they're a bit of an underdog and you could see the manager spalletti like how much it means to him when they no, won no, in that sure. game and, yeah, and yeah, he's sure. always been a bit of an underdog too he's a bit been apparently bullied by other managers and the press and stuff so he's a little bit of the underdog as well and so honestly i think yeah they have they have great perhaps who knows if they're going to do as well next season but it doesn't matter they, because for now they probably will just because they also did pretty well like osiman has been with them since 2021 but he might leave yeah, a lot of clubs i, want I him. hope i hope he doesn't leave for his sake i think he's he could do like why would you go to another club like you i have to point out though mm. someone i saw this on twitter and i it is funny. So Koulibaly mm-hmm. was spent eight years at Napoli, mm-hmm. and then after eight years, last year got bought by Chelsea. So yeah, so he was he, all that time like, at Napoli with nothing, and then comes to suffer like, at Chelsea now while his former team just won the league. Exactly. So if you say Napoli, you win the league. You will play in the Champions League. If you are at Chelsea, you don't win the league. You don't play at the Europa League. You don't play the well, Champions League. Thank Lord, at least they just got saved from relegation. Yeah, I mean, so why would you go? Maybe just for uh, if your wages are, are better. That the, I think that's the only reason specifically. But Chelsea as a name, because it has more history, I don't think that's a reason to go. One thing to point out is the annual payroll of 
uh, Napoli is not that high compared to other clubs. 70, 71 million per year versus 163 million euros uh, for Juve or like 130 for Inter. So they are they want all this stuff without paying their players crazy sums of money so good i mean it, it kind of is that kind of populist story in a way too yeah because exactly the, the town it's you know like a part of italy that's poor it's not the north and all that stuff so it's a bit of a that kind of storyline and last thing i wanted to mention is that the competition in syria is so fierce that in the past four years the league was won by a different team every year so it was juve I think Inter, Inter with Ashraf Hakimi that year, Inter, AC Milan, and now Napoli. That's fantastic. I know. So Italian football domination is back. I mean, the semifinal is like truly Italian. That's how like everyone when I was growing up, everyone was like would talk about like Italian football. We wouldn't talk about uh, Premier League and all that stuff. But then I don't know what happened to them, but they stopped being that good and compete uh, on a European level. But I think now they're back a little bit. They could win. You never know. Like... They're not that good in their league. Like Inter and Milan, they're not like amazing in the league. But still, they could win the Champions League. It's going to be hard to beat City, but you never know. Congrats to Napoli. Congrats happy. to everyone from Naples. Yes, from Napoli. Okay, first order of business. <laughs> what, what is going to be the first order of business? Uh, let's start earlier on the week. Arsenal beating Chelsea 3-1. No surprises there. Not really sure what Chelsea fans wanted to get out of this game. Uh, before today's, you know, spoiler alert, Chelsea's win, they were on their losing streak of losing... It's, do we need to talk about this game? Because I feel like, uh, like Chelsea is... A... I mean, it's not as fun talking about Chelsea winning as opposed to Chelsea losing. Oh. But, but at a certain point, you get bored of talking about Chelsea yeah, losing. Yeah, I think I, I had way more fun... like couple of months ago talking about Chelsea but I still think there were certain things like for example in this game Odegaard was outstanding both his goals amazing finish I think Kepa had a hand on the first one but he didn't manage to save it the second goal well I thought was even better than the first one Uh, and what you can compare like what Arsenal is so much better at than Chelsea is to pick up players in the box right because when Chelsea tries to pass into the box it's like they, they, they don't know what they're doing and Third goal, poor defending on Chelsea's side. I don't know how they oh. just let Jesus. Wait, but the second score. goal, I know you don't like Shaka, but it was a great pass from Shaka. I didn't say I don't like him. You said I just it in no, the no. I just part. don't think he's. I think he fits really well in Arteta's <sighs> system, even though he's kind of annoying. He fights with everyone, but that was a, an incredible pass. Obviously, Odegaard. We talk about him every single game. He's yeah, he's just such a skillful player. Honestly, yeah, amazing. Uh, but I mean, then again, though, like as good as Arsenal was, I still think this game was more about how poor Chelsea was. I, I, I do agree because I think we talk a lot about how horrible or how not good Chelsea is offensively, but they are quite horrible defensively. They make constant defensive mistakes and I think that's why they lose, right? I think other than Silva and Koulibaly, the others are not amazing. Like Azkilipueta is very average. Chaloba doesn't do a great job. So if you're not good offensively, then at least you shouldn't concede. Koulibaly is probably that one yeah, Koulibaly Bright is spot fantastic. Koulibaly in that so back good. line. Even Silva, oh my God, he's... The, that's true, yeah, there's Silva. The, the save, mm-hmm. did you see that save? And I'm like, you have to be amazing. You have to be so calm to control it and then kick it and there's an Arsenal player coming towards you and like you're literally on the line. 
Like but, on top of the line, Silva, fantastic. And the guy is, let's remind everyone that he's 38 years old. Do you think he do you think he still had a much better perform much better career, much better um performance at PSG than he has at Chelsea? I think he had a better performance at Chelsea. It's just that like and he was great at PSG as well. It's just that I don't think they treated him well. I don't know why they let him go to begin with. And he talked about it. He said that PSG were like not great to me. By the time I left, I was very unhappy. I felt a bit disrespectful. Surprise, surprise. But I guess it's it's a question of management at PSG and we will talk about it. But I think he was happier at Chelsea. And everyone clearly valued him so much. Like during this past six months when everyone was complaining about uh, Chelsea, there's one player that no one complained about. That's Silva, true, right? for the most part. And also because he's older, if once in a while he fumbles a little, people yeah. cut him some sack. Because he is old. And he, he resi- resigned, like he added an extra year with the team. Honestly, great guy. But as you said, defensively, not great at all. And I, you're, you're absolutely right. Because the, the game showed how... Arsenal's offense versus Chelsea's offense is so different. Right? You can see like a team that's efficient, a team teams that knows how to score versus a team that. And has, they have like, chemistry with each other. They, this is very. It's this is team. very specific. Like I notice it. Actually, I think City has gotten a little more of it, but I do think if you want to look at how well the players know each other, how much they read each other, like how well they read each other on the pitch and the chemistry and everything, I think Arsenal and Brighton are the mm-hmm, are the mm-hmm, best because mm-hmm. you can really tell like these two teams play. So well together. Yeah, it's, it's like seamless. You watch the team. Uh, we have to mention though, Nani Madueke scored for Chelsea to make it three-one. Regardless of the goal, I think it's still significant because it's the second goal under Lampard's tenure at Chelsea. This time as interim manager, the first one I believe. His second goal, Madueke's second goal. No, or no, no, Chelsea? no, no, Chelsea's second goal. Mm, right, right, right. The bar is well, so low it's that that bad. Yeah, you have to celebrate any goal, but at the same time, it is also a bit bizarre that out of all teams like come on arsenal you're better you're you're gonna concede against chelsea no, no, no i agree with yeah, such I, a such I, a weak I, offense mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. the and i look so arsenal the last time they had a clean sheet was against fulham in march 12th yeah the, we've talked about it since right. the last part they can't keep a clean sheet well just to be fair like w- w- as we record in this part chelsea scored three goals so now they have four goals but you're absolutely right they can't like, I, I've looked at that goal, and I, th- I thought it was a good goal, but I thought it was clearly Zinchenko's mistake. Like, Gabriel and Zinchenko, they need to improve massively. And especially Zinchenko. Like, the past four or five games or more, so many goals were because of bad coverage by Zinchenko. And also, like, Madrika's goal is literally bad coverage. Zinchenko's not even aware that, uh, like, Madrika's behind him mm-hmm. like he doesn't mm-hmm. even see him like i don't understand I he's don't know. faltering a bit yeah i don't know if he was, he was this bad with uh with city i don't remember him that well but no no he's been really good at arsenal no no he's been making so many mistakes just not the most past like few games. The, maybe maybe uh like he helps offense a little bit more but when it comes to defense he has been making some little mistakes that seems to be the pattern for a lot of right backs and left yeah, backs this, this season though that's no? true yeah they, no one wants to defend uh-huh <laughs> no one's, but they in conclusion I think they need Saliba back they need him ASAP yeah. they need to get more organized defensively because that's what's missing for them they shouldn't be conceding left and right and Obama Young I remember you said once why don't they play him more they're paying him so much money Chelsea's giving him this huge wage for him to sit on the bench sometimes not even on the bench and for him to play nothing so he started this game Okay, but he was invisible. He had nine touches oh my God, in the first yeah. half. Four were from kickoff, and then he got subbed off at halftime. Yeah. 
And Sterling was appalling as well. And so you, when you start Aubameyang and Sterling, and well, Noni Madueke scored a goal, fine. Mm-hmm. But let's say if he hadn't, it, people would have shit on him or the, all three of them as a collective because the three of them didn't do anything. So I don't understand. Like, And this whole Aubameyang... I don't, I don't know what team would want to take him now. He also hasn't... He's just not he fit. Wants, no, I think he, he could be a good player. He was a good player. I think it's just that when you try Havertz every game and Havertz doesn't deliver, it's good to try another player. And I think that's what Lampard was doing. Because he was playing Havertz every single game. Havertz, 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 and he hasn't been doing anything. So, like, people wanted... Like, a lot of people wanted him to try Aubameyang. But, yes, he didn't work but out. Be, but, but he then, has almost, like, zero play time. That For those kinds I, of players I, to start, it's difficult, I agree, difficult, but right? then, like, what ha- what did Havertz do? I mean, he didn't do anything. So, what's the difference? It doesn't matter whether you have nine, nine passes or, like, ten or twenty. If you don't score, then... At the end of the day, that's what Chelsea needs. They need people who can score, and he can't score. And I think that's the problem with Chelsea. Every, because they have so many players, and we've talked about this. They have one of the best squads in the world, probably better than all, better than Barcelona, better than Arsenal, better than Liverpool. Maybe only City and Madrid have better squads. But every game is different players because they have that many players. So how are you going to have an actual team? So Sky Sports... They're, during their coverage, I felt like they were being a bit sneaky. So they put up a graphic about how Arsenal's entire squad, entire squad is worth 211 million pounds, whereas just Charles, Chelsea's starting 11 is worth 469 million pounds. What is Chelsea's starting 11? That, that game. That, that game. And so it was in the middle of the game or the end of the game. I mean, so Skype Sports put this up and it was just so, it was did, like a dig at Chelsea, basically. Didn't that, they spend 600 million? And apparently they're, they're now they want to spend even more. They want to get this uh, goalkeeper. I think, I don't remember, like this goalkeeper from this team who's probably worth, I think, 40 million. And but they they're trying get, to get they're trying to get rid of a lot of players. Yeah, so, and they want to get you know. Neymar. But yeah, but they're not going to get money for those players, right? Like probably or like not as much money. How much money are they going to get from Ziyech? Like all these Mount. players that yeah, all these players that, they, that they're going to get rid of, they're not getting getting rid of them or selling them at their peak. So they're probably either breaking even or like losing a little bit of but money. But Bully, or, I don't think is so concerned with that. He's not so concerned he, with how how balanced his books are. Clearly he's not because like this, like how much money are they going to get for Ziyech? How much money are they going to get from Mason Mount? I mean, I, I don't know, but we should talk about their game versus mm-hmm. Burn, Burnmouth. Bournemouth. Bournemouth. Oh my God, I cannot pronounce this name. <laughs> I mean, it was a boring Chelsea game. is saved from relegation. Let's, let's just all Thanks say that. Thanks to Ziyech. Well, they scored a couple goals, so it wasn't all on Ziyech. If anything, it's your least favorite player, Gallagher, who opened up the scoreline. So. I know. I like, But it's not just my least favorite player. It's like a lot of people have not beef with the, with Gallagher, but they have a, like a, a negative opinion about him. I thought it was a, quite a boring first half, but Chelsea still deserved to, to win. Bournemouth, like they could have done a better job. I don't know why they... It's like if you have this team that's bleeding... And that's like wounded, but you don't want to just attack it and kill it. They could have done that. Like uh, their first, their first goal or like their only goal was really good. It was like a fantastic team play goal, and the finish was great. Mm-hmm. Honestly, one of the best goals I've seen um, in the past month. But 
Madweki was not bad. I mean, we've t- since we talked about Madweki recently, Mudrik and Madweki shouldn't be starting right now, I think. If the team is fighting relegation and you have these two young players who don't have a lot of experience... Plus an think, interim manager. Yeah, plus... I don't think they should be... You need people with experience to win. Like, you you are in dangerous territory. So, like, why are they... I mean, technically, people who have experience to win are people like Sterling and Aubameyang. And yet no, they... but, like, maybe just the old team. Maybe even Mounts. Maybe even Havers. But, like, not people who just started. And Madweki, honestly... So, Madweki's not bad, honestly. Like, especially this game, he... He was creating a lot of trouble during the first half. He was able to keep the ball, dribble, but he's just not, like, he doesn't finish well. Mm -hmm. That's his problem. Mudrik, I'm really sorry. The jury's still out. I do think Arsenal dodged a bullet. Good for them. The guy has not been impressive so far. He collected the yellow card. He could be different under Arteta, though. Maybe. I think there's a reason why Arsenal wanted him a lot, too. I don't know. I just wasn't, I haven't been impressed. He collected an obvious a yellow card for an obvious attempt to get a penalty. And, like, it's it was so stupid. He's a bit selfish. He just likes to score himself. Maybe he needs a bit of time to actually adapt. But I don't think that time is this year. Maybe maybe next year. They just need to save themselves. I guess now they save themselves because the rest of the games are pretty tough. They have, like, Newcastle. They have City. So And United. Yeah, exactly. And this game, again, shows, shows their problem in defense. They're, like always dis- disorganized when it comes to defense. But actually, today they did slightly better defensively. I mean, I don't know. Badiashil is not bad. Honestly, Badiashil defensively is okay. He's not, yeah, he's not he's terrible. Not, he, he, he's also young and needs more time. I mean, they all have eight-year contracts, so he has plenty of, plenty of time. Chaloba is very average when it comes to defense. And I think this game, what made the difference is the subs. Let's be honest. The subs are... Ziyech. No, not just Ziyech. Ziyech, he was dangerous. He he's the one who gave the Joao assist. Felix, Felix came on and scored a goal. Exactly, Joao Felix came on. Sterling was also helpful. I think Joao Felix should just stay in Chelsea. <laughs> he really wants to. Yeah, just don't go back to Atletico. <laughs> I think Madrid. he loves London. Too. Yeah, there's no reason for you to go. I mean, and then again, if you go to Atletico Madrid, you're gonna play in the Champions League. So I guess now, if someone is trying to, if like Chelsea's trying to buy players. A player is going to think multiple times before they come But to I do believe... Because it's so important to players to play for the Champions yeah, League. Yeah, but at the same time, the, a lot of these players look at the brand and the forward of the club. They still believe that in the future, you're going to have consistent, more consistent yeah, opportunities but... to win trophies, to win silverware. No, but you're not going to get top players. If you're not playing Europe in European titles, I don't think a player is going to want to come to... The... It's a certainty, right? For a year, you're not playing in European title. So as shitty as... Uh, Barcelona is you are gonna play the Champions League whether just the group stage and yeah Ziyech yeah. didn't celebrate so he gave the assist they all waited for him I to come I think he just stayed on his side yeah he said look where is the guy who gave the assist come I to- celebrate I told you he was not Badiashi. gonna go over there I thought they were gonna maybe they were gonna wait for Ziyech because he was the one who provided the assist nope he never came, and when the players after the game ended Ziyech was nowhere to be found either yeah I didn't see him I, I, I still think he's a, a super talented player. He could uh, do a great job at Newcastle, even at City. At City, he wouldn't be that bad. I just hope he doesn't go to PSG. Even at Tottenham, just go to Tottenham, man. Even Tottenham is not that bad. You know what Don't I think about go Ziyech? To PSG. I think Ziyech has his very signature moves, things, passes, and crosses that he's very good at, right? And I think under the right manager and in the right team, he could become a lot more well-rounded. I agree. And like set pieces are so important to teams. Like a lot of, because a lot of games, they're like locked. You can't do anything. So with a set piece, it gives you a lot of solutions. That's what Morocco did. No, he's they good at that. A lot of but I just pieces. think in, in 
kind of in open play and free play, like he could be better in terms of his pass accuracy, possession, all that stuff. And I do believe that he has a lot of potential. So if you give him the right manager who knows um, how to, who knows how yeah. to deal with someone like him and get the best out of him, mm-hmm. he could what, he could be a lot more well because I because he has those signature things he's really good at. You feel like if there's a free kick, if there's if he's going on the right side and there's a cross coming in, he's he can provide some really yeah, good assists and some, but the problem is he also has flaws right things that he's not so great at and you but need a good think, manager i don't think that's the issue honestly as you said is the manager yeah because you need a good already, manager. this guy is not like modric this guy is not like a lot of they, he already proved himself eth was able to get a lot out of him he beat madrid 4-1 in that champions league and avocado head was able to get a lot of things out of him as well so the guy is definitely a good player so it's just up to the manager. There's nothing for him to prove extra whether he's a good player or not. Just Chelsea ruins players. That yes, everyone knows sense. that. And so he just needs to go to another club. Honestly, Tottenham is not a bad club. He should maybe he's not gonna win title, but at least he may get more play time. He could play with uh, Kane. I want him. Not I, sure you know what? Kane. I want. I want him to. I want him to go to Newcastle. Yeah. Then again, who knows? Maybe Newcastle's not even gonna be that good next year. I think I they, doubt I think, it, but... Actually, I don't think so. I think they're going to continue to play at least top four contenders. And they haven't even spent that Saudi money. I think that's their game plan. They don't want to. I'm, they, I'm see what, they see what Qataris are doing in PSG, right? They're like, you know what? That's the opposite it, of what we want. Let's follow City's lead. But City, <laughs> City, they're even more frugal than City are, though. Like, yeah, way yeah, that's more. what I'm saying. Let's look at City and follow their lead a little bit. And if anything, you could argue probably the Saudis are the richest out of the bunch. Of course they are. And yet they're spending the least money out of the three. I know. I'm really surprised. So uh, very likely, in my opinion, that he's going to go to Newcastle. Things could be different. Although he's a, he's a little bit too skinny for a Newcastle player. I mean, well, they got, they got like, said, the guy, Isaac. Isaac, I, Isaac, I, is, Isaac is tall and very lean. That's so. true. That's true. But like, if you compare him to that Sam Maximilian dude. There's and a all few. Trippier is more, small, but he's very strong. They're all like very... The Callum dude is also like very like... Callum Wilson, yeah. Yeah, like all of them are like that's super... The, that's the British build. Good for Chelsea. They saved themselves. The subs were good. I just think that in the future games, they probably should have players with more experience. As shitty as Ziyech is, maybe he should be getting a little bit of time. As shitty as Sterling is, as shitty... Joao Felix is not bad. I think he should play every single game, in my opinion. Even though he doesn't score, but at least he gives you attempts. So, good for them. I, 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 I don't see, want them to... You see how uh, things have changed? Chelsea fans were chanting, we're staying up. Yeah. They spent 600 million um, to, to, oh, to avoid relegation, essentially. Flagrant mismanagement. It's, it's crazy how you spend 600 million to just stay up. But well, we don't need to belabor the point about how Todd Bowley doesn't know anything about football. Oh, and he just, needs to, he just needs to appoint, regardless of what his ownership style is going to be that he wants to undertake, he just needs to appoint good people yeah, that know what they're talking the about. Go back to the US. Appoint good people. And you don't even have to be there. Just go back to the US. The fans hate him already. I think he needs to lay low for a bit. Yeah, you don't need to go to the games anyways. So, time to talk about City. Two games. So, the first one during the week, City-West Ham Mm -hmm. 3-0. West Ham was missing a couple uh, players due to illness. So, Rice, Agard, and... Suchek were missing. Uh, the first half, West Ham, despite what the scoreline suggests, they still applied some pressure on City. You felt like City struggled a bit. Like the first half, it was 
they really struggled to score. I mean, there was there were some opportunities, but I think West Ham defended quite well. Mm-hmm. Even though they didn't have all those, you know, counter-attack opportunities, I do think they defended quite well. And ultimately, when they open that first goal, that's it. City just scored three, right? So Ake's first header defensively a bit poor from West Ham. No one was marking Ake. Second goal, great assist from Grealish and a classic Holland finish. Obviously, we have to mention he... Now, from that goal, he broke the all-time Premier League record for goals. Beast. In a 38-game season with 35 goals. And he also scored City's 1,000th goal oh. under Pep Guardiola, yeah. which is incredible. And it's his first season. Exactly. Doesn't need time to adapt. And at the end of the game, did you see those images? So they did a guard of honor for him. Mm-hmm. And he ran and after he said he did an interview. Yeah, like, that was a bit painful. I don't... Oh, really? Yeah, and Pep, they asked Pep, and Pep was like, well... I now have a thousand goals, but no one did a guard of honor for me. Maybe next time. And people are like, what? Now you want 2,000 goals? <laughs> uh, but actually, it's been interesting. I think there's a strategy here. So what I noticed was Holland, unlike what it seems, he has only played 84% of the Premier League minutes under uh, Pep with Pep and, and City. Unlike other strikers like Kane, who has played 100%, mm-hmm. and Salah, who has played 98%. And it's... I think very strategic of Pep because he wants to protect him. When he was at Dortmund, he actually had a lot of injuries and he was missing out on a lot of games due to, you know, like an ankle sprain here and there, whatever it is. But because Pep wants him in his top form all the time, he hasn't been playing 100% and he hasn't been exploiting him the same way like Kane gets exploited at Tottenham. No, I, I agree. It's just because he doesn't need to do much. He just needs to score. Kind of like City has a lot of players that do a lot of but things. You, you, but, but you see Salah... Salah. Kane has to do a lot. Yeah, but Salah... And Salah has to do a lot. Salah, I think, is in between. I think I would say Kane yeah, is Kane the is most... Kane is like carrying the team, basically. Right, right, yeah, But right. like the... City, they were scoring a shitload of goals before Haaland and they, they, they didn't even have a number nine. Exactly. So I do think that Haaland's as amazing and incredible and all the superlatives that we can get, he still is really profiting and benefiting from a team like City. Mm -hmm, Because mm -hmm. he goes to Tottenham, do you see? Like, there's not all that quality players to feed him so that he can get the rest and the time that he needs and all that stuff around it. And now he can pass. Like, the guy learned how to pass and, like, he's he's, he's developing other skills. And he doesn't need to play all the minutes, as you said, and they could still score. Sometimes he doesn't play and they still score, like... Yeah, today's they game. have an Alvarez. Like no, today's but, I mean, game, for yeah, instance. T- today's game, first game in the Premier League where he didn't score or assist since February. So, you I mean, that's something. Uh, anyway, I also have to mention my boy Foden. Finally scored a goal because he hasn't been starting. I forgot about him. By he hasn't. No, no. Can I, I just... I don't even know why he's playing him now because I completely forgot about him. The team is clearly fine without Foden. That's I true. I feel like there I was so bad. much I, I, there was so, so much hype over him when he was like first starting and this young player and all of that stuff. But like yeah. he, I, you don't hear about a, the guy bit anymore. Of, bit of a, I think I don't know what happened. There's injuries, trouble, and then maybe even with England. With Pep. Even with England, like I think with England he's fine. No, no, no. Saka is way better. Like he doesn't. He doesn't like even Grealish is better with England. Like. Foden doesn't play all the time. Even during the World Cup, he didn't do anything I crazy. Still, I still like him as a player. He scored a great goal from 25 yards out. By the way, if you think about it, he's not even 23. And let's say City win, hypothetically, this year. He win will have the Premier, the Premier League. League. He will have had five Premier League trophies at the age of 22, 23. Wait, so 
how many like how many Premier League titles does Pep have since he joined? Say, five, I think. It will be five. Well, Four, yeah, it will be five. Will, yeah, yeah. Damn, that's not too bad. Wow. So as a as Foden, Pep, like I mean, he's barely like. I mean, it's more like Pep is amazing than Foden. No, sure. no, no. I'm not saying it's because of him. <laughs> sure. Like I'm just saying, as such a young player, you're just like, wow, I've I've already won four, five Premier League titles. You know, like. I mean, it could be the treble, so I, I yeah, hope they do. I, I don't know. I'm gonna jinx it a little yeah, bit. Yeah, you're but. gonna jinx. It. I don't think so. I don't think honestly they still have plenty of opportunities to draw points. Yeah, like I said, West Ham was just mediocre. They 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 had some pressure, and then I looked it up as well. Yeah, David Moyes, he has never beaten a top six side away from mm-hmm, in 73 mm-hmm. attempts. 73. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's a That's horrible true. record. He's been with West Ham for a while. I don't know if things have are even getting better, like if yeah. they're improving, you know, so... Maybe they do need a new coach, and honestly, maybe they will lose some players. I think Edgar should leave, even though he just... They just bought him, Rice maybe should leave, Paqueta at some point he's going to leave. Like, there's a lot of players that are clearly better than the rest of the squad, and that should be probably in other teams, and I don't think they're going to go anywhere with this West Ham team. Unless they maybe get a new coach, it's possible as well, maybe he should leave. I think if I were him, I will just leave by the end of the season. Without me, like without getting sacked, because maybe he will start next season in a in like in a really bad way. And also, I don't think West Ham's gonna get relegated. Oh, me neither. I think they're safe for now. Yeah, I I I honestly don't think so. Not saying that it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be tight until the end of the of the league. But they might. They're probably not gonna get relegated. I think they'll be fine. Honestly, I think West Ham will be fine. But anyways, this was an expected result. Like nothing. It was, it was expected. <laughs> nothing too special about it. I think they could have been worse. Just quickly about the Leeds game today. The Leeds new coach, Big Sam, had d- did this very controversial interview a day or two ago saying, I quote, he said, There's no one ahead of me in terms of managers. Not Pep, not Klopp, not Arteta. This stirred this whole thing about how could you, you just... I mean, he has had quite a record in the Premier League. He's coached like every other team. Oh, he did? Yes. Uh, but like very short tenures, you know, one, two years everywhere here and there. And so he said all that. And He's a newly appointed Leeds yeah, coach, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. That's why they just asked him that. And he thinks, you know what? None of these managers are ahead of good me. For I, him. I, 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 yeah, good, good for, for you. Him. Honestly, that kind of, uh, you know, may, maybe it'll get you somewhere. But it didn't. He was anxiously, crazily chewing gum the whole time, every time I saw him. The highlight for me was Pep getting really pissed off at Holland for giving Gundogan the penalty, which he missed. Because, you know, maybe he wanted to get that hat trick. He was yelling at Holland, you have to take it. And even after... Wait, the, who was to decide? The players. Okay, so wait, wait, no, which player? All the players discuss each other. So a lot of the yeah, times... But what if this disagreement? No, 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 but a lot of the times, like, for example, Alvarez has done as many times. He has asked for, from Marez or some... Mahrez, can I take this penalty? I feel like it's the, the player who uh, got who was fouled on. No, it's should, not. But they usually have... That set. should decide. Okay, no, but they're usually set penalty takers on each team, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So for City, it's Holland and 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 Mahrez. Those are the two. But then today, special case, Gundogan scored two goals. Maybe he wants he wants a hat trick, and so Holland gave it to him. I mean, Holland could have missed. How does yeah, Pep exactly. Know? No, no, that's fine. But I think Pep just what he was like. It's not a four nil game at the ninetieth minute. This yeah, is a no, two nil no. game. You still have decent time to play, so give it to Holland. That that was his. He seemed so pissed. He was angrily. You know how he angrily drinks yeah, from his I water think, bottle. Yeah, I don't think I would do well if uh, if he was my manager. If I were 
an amazing football player, good enough to play for City. I don't think I would do I think, he, under, I think there's definitely a lot of therapy required with him to disintangle the trauma oh, for sure, yeah. from Pep Guardiola. <laughs> they must all have serious trauma. We should ask Sterling. I mean, that's that's the downside of having such an amazing being such an amazing manager, though. I mean, it's going to be hard to deal with. He's probably yelling at them all the time. Like if you're such a... Constantly. Oh, it's okay. Yeah. It's, it's tough okay. love, tough it's love. No, I mean, that's not going to work, right? I don't know why. They haven't been able to keep clean sheets recently, I feel. I don't. I can understand players it's are tired. Fine. You can't be perfect. I don't know. No, I understand. They're also playing a lot of games. So there's definitely... And plus, Pep wanted to rest a lot of the players. He rested Rodri. He rested Ruben Diaz. He rested John Stones. So a lot of these players, he wanted to save them for against Madrid on Tuesday. So... I understand that. So you get the three points and then you move you, on. You you gotta destroy Madrid. We were gonna talk about it. They just lost, and I'm really hoping that they will lose today. So if they lose today to Osasuna, then it's like it, City needs to destroy them. Like there's it's like on a silver platter. No, because I will never, 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 never <laughs> underplay the mentality that Real Madrid has. Yeah. They are the comeback team. There's no way. You can never convince me. They can win 10 games. They can lose 10 games in a row and still show up to a game with that mentality of Mm -hmm. we're going to fucking win. I I think the only team that could beat Madrid is Barcelona. It's just because of the history. There's always that like fear and there's always that Mm -hmm. rivalry. But Mm -hmm. even if Barcelona is not great, right? Like Barcelona is shit, but like they would still beat Madrid for some reason. But uh, yeah, you're right. I mean, I don't know. So that's what I'm saying. Don't never underplay it. Never. I would never underplay Madrid in that department. You can say that they don't play well. You can say that they have problems defensively. You can play, you can say that Benzema is not in his best form, whatever you want to say. But in terms of, oh, they may be down because they lost a few games. No, I'm sorry. That's not, Yeah, that's not going to play. That's true. And I apologize to all the Madrid fans, but it just makes me so happy when they lose. I just like a game, like if I'm watching, before I watch the Madrid game, I first check, the, I don't watch the first 10 minutes. If the first 10 minutes, the other team scores, then I'm going to watch the whole game. And a lot of Barca fan, fans are like that. But anyways, uh, I'm, I, we'll see. I'm, yes. uh, I'm really, I really hope City wins the treble this year, but let's see. We'll see. So Brighton played United at home. Uh, and scored a last minute, 99 minute penalty to yeah. take that three points. Why is it that these two teams struggle to score against each other? I think it's just because they're like equal. They're really good, both of them. If, if like when you watch the game, you can see that it's like an equal sided game with both teams that very, they have very talented players and all of them are very good. So I think uh, that's. Sorry, it. Brighton's still a better team. I think they deserve. I think United cannot win against the top nine team away from home. It's now their eighth game without a win against yeah. the top nine team th- th- away from home. Like that's. I agree, but it's still a they very were not, good they team. Were, they were not good. They cannot finish. They lose the ball. Rashford's been a bit selfish. Um, the wingers, they don't really have much possession, precision passing into the box. And a lot of the times, this is what you say about, I think, a few Chelsea players like Gallagher and stuff. They just, like run. Rashford Anthony, they just dribble, run, 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 and then lose possession and waste mm. the possession that they had. Because they are a but, counter-attack team now. So you can't be wasting possession like that. But Rashford did have like uh, some good attempts. There's a, that, that Brighton's goalie was not bad, I think. Yeah, true. But I, I do think, I have to point out that Rashford was... Not the worst, obviously, but he wasn't the best either. And Anthony and Martial, I... Yeah, they're not good. Yeah, yeah. like, I just... I mean, Martial, I just count him out. Like, the guy's been at United for a while. He hasn't done much. So, 
Anthony, we need, just need to give him a bit of time. Because the guy, he, they just brought him, I don't know, last year, so... But still, and you know what? On top of that, him and Casemiro, they're such hotheads. Oh, for sure. Ten yeah, Hag needs sure. to sort this out. Yeah. Especially Anthony, if he knows him so well. And he's he's young, too. Who, Anthony? Maybe yeah, that's why, because yeah, he's so yeah. hothead, because he's only 23. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But he was lucky he didn't get a red card. And instead of doing his job as a winger, he's just getting angry and fouling on other people. And I also think that, like, uh, Lindlof is not is not that good. It's not He's not as good as Varane. Like... He makes mistake. He made the first mistake. Like Mitoma missed that thing. Like the in the, like the beginning of the game, he made a horrible mistake. It should have been a goal by uh, from Mitoma, and you can't miss those those kind of attempts against United. Yeah, I just think they, that's they, the problem with Brighton. A, they miss a bit exactly. of that finishing quality Brighton as well. Brighton is good, but they're not efficient. All of them: Mitoma, Enzo, March, McAllister. They're all great team with so much potential, but because you're just starting. And because you're the underdog, everyone's like, wow, this is such a good team to watch. But soon enough, next year, people are going to start expecting things from you. But yeah. you're not going to score. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then everyone's going to shit on you. So you got to get your shit together and start becoming efficient. And I just don't think that they are uh, efficient not right now. I mean, Thomas sometimes is selfish too. He yeah. just wants to score. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Uh, he put on a good show against Juan Bissaka, the two of mm-hmm, them. Mm-hmm. Uh, Juan Bissaka had a good game. I think Juan Bissaka's pretty good defensively. He is. He's no, one no, of the no, best, he, right? He, he is, he is. One to one. Yes, I think he is. I think he would. He really did a good job against Matoma uh, and he made his life a bit difficult. Also, who had a good game? Luke Shaw, despite oh. the penalty. Well, I'm sorry, that penalty is so embarrassing. The guy just... Yeah, he like, literally put, he left his hand out. I know, like, what are you doing, man? I'm waiting to catch the ball with my hand. Um, you see how, like, the, the, the ref didn't hesitate? Yeah. As soon was, as he saw the, 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 the image or, like, the video, he's like, okay, penalty. It's explicit penalty. Also, credit to McAllister, that penalty was a pretty satisfying penalty. I know. Such a powerful shot. And he took his time, right? Oh, he took a little too long, though. Right? I was like, what is he doing? How, what is the actual... Like, what is the range of time that you <laughs> between which you should do? <laughs> because if if it's a regular, uh, like, foul or something, it should be quick. But right, this one, right, he, right. like, took, I don't know, 10 he, seconds, 15 yeah, seconds? Yeah, he, he took a while. And it wasn't even like he was running to it or something. He just, just thinking. Yeah. I mean, just, like, don't you think that the it's penalty... It's De Gea. He's not going to catch any penalty. No, that's the same penalty. Honestly, okay, so first, first thing is that I feel like penalties now, like, a lot of players, it's like a mind game. It's like game theory. With penalties right now, recently it is, at least. It is, it is. And the second thing is, please don't shit on De Gea. Everyone, like he's so good. Do no, you know how many no, saves? No, 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 no. But Hamza, I think every, he was the best player. Every, everyone the best knows. Player. Everyone knows though that De Gea does not save penalties. This is a thing. Like United fans will tell you that. I, if I, if it goes to penalties, they're like, oh, we're fucked because De Gea doesn't save any well, penalties. Well, clearly, well, clearly they won. Versus Brighton, uh, just like two weeks yeah, ago. Yeah, they were then. lucky too. He barely saved anything. Yeah, but... It was like, one guy who saw Lee Marsh, he missed the last one. He didn't save it. Do you remember Villarreal, Man United? Yeah. <laughs> they also no, lost no, no, no one saved anything. Okay. Wait, wait, what is that game where like the the guy had like a sheet of the percentage? Oh, Isn't it was Bigford. Bigford also. Funny. No, but I think, a lo- I think a lot of them do that. Yeah, like... And the guy actually like hit it in the... Yeah, yeah that's in, why he saved the it. Yeah, he saved that penalty. But... Yeah, I mean, second half, United were shit. I'm sorry. It was just, they were bad. They were bad. I think De Gea is, he was the Gea, best United De Gea player. De Gea always solid. He Honestly, saved this them year, so many times. If it weren't for him, like, Man United would be nowhere. Like, I don't know why they would get, like, that guy is extremely, extremely underrated. Some other players are 
overly rated. He's the, the most underrated player he, and the most underrated goalie. Yeah, I totally agree. You know how FIFA released its team of the season mm-hmm. and the goalie was Ramsdale? I was like... I'm sorry. No. 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 I disagree. I'm He's sorry. He's a good goalie, but not as good as no, no, Yeah, exactly. And, and I th- do think that sometimes there is a reason why... Southgate doesn't like starting. You Be- think so? But he's new, right? Like because uh, because Pickford if, has way more experience. Exactly, but if, because if you compare, like, yes, Everton is in the relegation zone, but Pickford usually is does a pretty good job. Like, I I do think that Pickford is not a bad goalie, but it's between De Gea and Allison Becker. Oh, Becker's so good, yeah. Becker's even really this good. season, right? Well, I think De Gea, De Gea this season is better than Becker for so, sure. I, that's what I just. For sure, yeah. I mean, anyway. I mean, he's he has his only fuck up versus uh, Sevilla but other than that he's been very consistent I I thought he was great yes and, he has saved their asses many and, times and crazily enough play, Brighton only played 33 games versus 35 Liverpool so now they have 55 points I think Liverpool are 62 so they could easily they, they have, should Brighton play Brighton three, th- three games in hand so they should play in the Europa League and possibly even the Champions League you never know I mean Man United could still fuck up so who knows? I'm just I just hope Brighton at least plays for Europa League. I don't want yeah, Liverpool no, Tottenham. Not, not Fuck the, Liverpool uh, not, Tottenham. Knock Spurs out at least. That's more doable than knocking Liverpool I out. I mean Spurs has so many problems, so I actually don't think they will play in the Europa League. But uh, um, and I, they've been they, they've been given a lot of chances. They've been playing the Champions League almost every year, not doing anything. That's true. That's so true. Well it's a bit of a waste chance. of a chance. Exactly. Right? Uh, and my United should play in the Champions League, I think. Their level as of this year, they should be in the in the Champions League. I'm sorry, but they, they they're a very good team this year, and they deserve to be in the Champions League. Despite their annihilation at Anfield, they deserve it more than Liverpool. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Uh, and one last thing is just about Brighton is there are some players at Brighton I really like, Cancelo and Ciso. I mm-hmm, think mm-hmm. he's such a young kid. They're I think also young. Yeah, it's exactly. Like so much potential. Even the British players like when Sally March, who came on mm-hmm, later, mm-hmm. I really want him. To play for England at some point. Okay, he's the guy who missed, right? Yeah, the penalty. Yeah. I really want him to play for England. And even uh, Lewis Dunk, who's a defender mm-hmm, for Brighton, mm-hmm. the two of them, they never, they've never been called. Great. Brighton is one of the like nicest or best teams to watch, I think, in the Premier League. But if I you... think it would be, I think it would go Arsenal and then Brighton. Okay, but let's say if Arsenal doesn't win the league. Who do you think deserves manager of the season? Is mm, it Deserby? No, no, Arteta. Oh my god. Regardless, I think United Arteta Emery? deserves no. You think it's our still Arteta? Arteta deserves manager of the year, regardless of whether they win or, or they don't win. Okay. Then the second one is Unai Emery, definitely, Unai Emery, because second. he changed everything about Aston Villa. He definitely deserves And then it. you would put More Deserby? than Deserby, yeah. Because Third? Deserby only half, right? Like half the season. Potter did a lot of things. Yeah, that's and, true, that's true. And it's not just about the coach, right? I think the Brighton, they have a technical staff that's very good about getting players. So it's not just the coach. I mean, even Eddie Howe. But Arteta is, Arteta is the project that he's been working on for three years. So you got to give him some credit. I would even say Eddie Howe at Newcastle. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. There's a lot of good coaches, honestly, honestly yeah. in the Premier League. Because right? that's why this season, it should all those mm-hmm. Pep, Klopp, just get out. It's yeah, it's yeah. it's really these new, these they've been working on their, God, I hate this word, projects. It is a project, though. <laughs> okay. Okay, moving on to La Liga. Yeah, I mean... Interesting things happening at La Liga, but I'm going to start with my boy in the series who made player of the month of April in both La Liga and Sevilla. Fantastic. I'm so happy for him. With his head. <laughs> with his header. He only needs headers. He will uh, never win the golden boot, but he'll win the golden head. 
he could win the golden boot. I know, like he really could. It's just that like the years when he was when he scored so many goals, like two years ago, Messi was there. So how can you win the pitchy pitchy so with he, him? So he'll win the golden head. Yeah. <laughs> it's a horrible joke, sure. I, I didn't even notice it at the beginning that you said golden head. It took me a while. Oh my god, so stupid. It's more on you than it is on me for making though. a bad that joke. That is true. Sevilla won another game uh, versus Espanyol. Again, they're so lucky. Uh, late winner against Espanyol, I think, at the 88th minute. They have the same number of points as Osasuna, even though Osasuna was arguably much better this year, and they are in the final of the Copa del Rey. Sevilla is three points away from the Europe, uh, European Conference League and eight points from the Europa League. I think Betis is, is going to be in the Europa League in Villarreal. So less likely for them to be in the Europa League, but very, very likely that they will be in the Conference League. So not bad at all. We're not talking about relegation anymore, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. good good for Sevilla. They turned things around. I think good for the coach and good for him because he took the decision to replace Bono. Bono was really That was a the real team. turning point, huh? That it was. And I think defense, he organized it, and he also took the decision to replace Bono, which was great for him. Again, I don't know. Bono does uh, participate in the, uh, in, the, in the Europa League, so mm-hmm. they, have, they are playing Ju- Juventus next. So who knows what's going to happen, but they, they seem to be doing much better. So let's talk about Barcelona, Osasuna. So basically it's over. That's it. Barcelona won La Liga. Well-deserved uh, win against Osasuna. Honestly, I was very surprised because I thought Osasuna would put up, would put up like, a, like a bigger fight. They didn't put up any fight, especially because they lost their player like early on uh, in the game. De Jong and Pedri were so good. That pass from De Jong to Pedri after which the defender got the red card. It's absolute class. Honestly, these two players are amazing. So now Barcelona only needs one win uh, versus Espanyol the next game to win La Liga. Actually, they don't even need that. They could win before if two things happen. First, Atletico Madrid would need to lose away to Villarreal. Uh, and then Madrid would need to slip uh, versus Getafe. So I don't know if that's Actually, happen. at this point, Madrid is more likely to slip than I know. Atletico losing. I know. We'll so, talk about, But then again, Atletico is facing Villarreal and Villarreal is a that's tough true, team. So, so who knows? Barca were the better side versus Osasuna. They kept missing, obviously. It's a massive problem. It's so frustrating to watch them play because all they do is miss. Fati needs to leave. Like, he needs to change of air. I don't think he's a bad player. I think he just doesn't... Like You know how like when you're somewhere and you just need a change of air? I don't know. Like, maybe he would be better. Like A lot of players, they, they, they towards the end of their career in, in a specific club, they're really bad. But when they leave that club and they go to another club, they shine. His dad seems to think he's staying. He's gonna go. His father didn't they, really. Didn't they just talk about him father, going to his, Man United. His father really bothers. And me. also, what what's happening with all these players using their family as their agents? I don't that's, think it's a good a, idea. That's a common thing. But his father is, I, for some reason, he's been saying a lot of stuff about Barcelona not playing Ansu Fati. I'm like, I don't They've think. Given him so I don't think that's chances. your business. Yeah, your son is just not that. I mean, yeah. I'm really sorry. He's just not good enough. Exactly. He was great, but he's just not good enough recently. Anyways, honestly. Thank God they have Pedri and De Jong. And I told you this, Pedri, De Jong, Ter Stegen, and Araujo, without them, there's no Barcelona. Like, they're so important. Those, and that, those three, four, five pivotal players. It, it's, it's, they make the whole difference. Christensen may be there as well. The goal was fantastic. Uh, I, I know now Balde took Alba's spot and he deserves it. But when they made that change and Alba came in, his goal is really good. Like, even Lewandowski's cross and the fact that De Jong knew that Abba was there. And then his finish, really good goal. And he, they were so happy you saw them. Yeah. Because they know that's it. Like once that's they it. scored, 
let's say I think La Liga's over. Um, Fatih needs to go. Ferran, he, they're gonna swap him apparently with some player in Aston Villa. There's no, but I think even like uh, Juventus or other, they're they're interested in also loaning him. Oh, go go man go! I think if they fix their their like efficiency problem, they could even win the the the, the Champions League. Because I really think they're not that bad. It's just that they don't score. It's extremely. It's it is not. They're not. C- efficient. Compare this to two thousand nine Barcelona. Yeah. So Could you be this guy, this guy at ESPN, like someone asked them in the in that thing ESPN FC if this Man City team is better than two thousand nine I mean, Barcelona. They all said two thousand nine like, Barcelona. Dude, no. I'm, yeah, of course. I'm like, are you are you like crazy enough to ask this question? I'm sorry. I haven't watched City and I haven't watched two thousand nine. There's no difference. There like there's no like comparison. I'm sorry. This it's way better. So. I'm also hoping that they're gonna bring Amrabat. They could be even stronger defensively if they bring Amrabat. That's it. I'm even more of a Barca it's fan. It's true. It's true. They, I, I do think they could really benefit from a really good defensive midfielder. Yeah, because they don't have ones like yeah. all of these ones that yeah. they have. And I think I do think Busquets is gonna stay. Like Busquets and De Jong, they lose the ball a lot, and there's no one to get it back. So Amrabat is especially that kind of guy. Like he's the guy who's just gonna run to get it. To get it again, Abde's gonna. Barca's be, very interested, so we'll see if that fall, goes. Yeah, through. I mean, Abde's gonna, and they're also interested in this Real Betis player if it falls. So we'll see. Abde's gonna be back. Gondo as well. If they get Gondo, is great because he scores. He scores a lot of goals, so he could be helpful. They just need to buy a bunch of fucking players this summer if they want to compete. But honestly, I don't think they need Gundogan. If they get Amrabat, no, yeah, yeah, I no. don't think they... But they need someone who can score. But they I need more know. of a... If anything, they need more of a striker than they need Gundogan. I agree, but like, who's going to come to Barcelona as a striker? I don't know. Maybe they can get that Victor Osimhen. Victor... Uh, yeah, I don't know. A, a lot it, of clubs seem to want him. Yeah, so. I think it's it's like apparently it's a 100 million price tag. Barcelona can't pay for that, obviously. like I don't know if they can even get any players at this point. They have so many choices and what's good is that a player will not fucking go to Liverpool or Chelsea, but they would rather go to Barcelona because they will play in the fucking Champions League. I There's think, just also the name of Barcelona. Yeah, but even you important. would say, oh, it's the Premier League, La Liga is like shit, but I, I do Actually, think Actually, I disagree. There, I do think that there are players who don't rate the Premier League. They don't think that it's it's over. Hype, it's over. I don't care about playing in the Premier League. But I just feel like it's so important to play in the Champions League for players. It's the... The league, it's the, the platform. Yeah, the it's stage. exactly. There's nothing. FIFA can never take that away from UEFA. Whatever they do, they can organize all these fun competitions they want. But the Champions League is kind of is gonna say the best. You thing think that they can't up the Champions League? They did it in. They called the Championship and then upped it and called it the Premier League. So I mean, they. That could... was so confusing when I first realized that this. So second... was Ted Lasso. Yeah. So. <laughs> Um, the second league is the championship. I also anyway. thought interesting news was Atum Alemani, who is the sporting director, is set to leave Barcelona on June 30th. Apparently, it was a pretty surprising announcement. The players had no idea. And it is supposedly related to Barcelona's desire to bring Messi back. Please don't bring Messi back. Uh, and apparently, the sporting director had planned a lot of meetings with the highest earning players at Barcelona. He wanted to be very harsh. Uh, you know, with their income and like all that stuff, he mm. wanted to make sure. But you know, he didn't want Messi back. He didn't. He wanted to be there, and so ultimately, I don't know where if it was a mutual decision whether he wanted to leave or whether Barcelona wanted to get rid of him. Apparently, now he's going to Aston Villa to be their sporting director. He's uh, probably a good, a good, yeah, like, a because because guy. people now Barcelona fans and all these people they're worried because he's very well connected in Spain mm-hmm. and he has a lot of connections. So if you want to get good players from Spain, and losing him is a big blow. 
And they, there's no idea who's going to replace him Why now. There's a lot of names. Doing? Why are they sacrificing you see, it's just, all this? It's just sacrificing thing after thing. so much to get one year of Messi. Just one year where Messi might not even perform that well. Where like you, you, you could potentially tarnish all the stuff that he did in the past. Just go to Saudi, man. Just like don't come to Barcelona. Just let Xavi finish. I don't want to say projects again, but finish whatever the fuck he's doing. Yeah, I mean, like, and like Barcelona, they have been, they have improved from when we, when, from when they were under Valverde and Kiki Sitian and all these coaches. Now they're like much better. So I don't know why they're doing this. Anyways, I, I just hope he doesn't. Play. I, I totally agree. I've said this from the very beginning. It, he does not fit into Xavi's project. I, if anything, and he would just steal his thunder as well. Yeah, it's it doesn't. Very hard. Well, how do you play? Okay, how do you play? All those players, Dembele and and um, Pedri and all those people, and, and then you have Lewandowski, and then you also put Messi in there. I, it just run. how does that work? He doesn't run. You just so okay. This is how I see it. Messi is good because he you have this possibility, or this probability of him being amazing in one game and just saving the card. Like he's this that that like what do you call it, joker, right? He can do that. But at the same time, in most games he doesn't run. So if he's gonna lose the ball, you just like basically minus a player. In every single counter-attack. But now Barcelona players, they all run. I think that was the problem Barcelona players before. Now Lewandowski goes back to defend. Rafinha is always fucking defending. Dembele is always defending. And that's very important. It is because Barcelona fans adore Messi, right? So even at, especially recently when he doesn't run, it's fine. Because we, you, they know what he's capable of. They have the history. They love him. You see when he, do that, he does that at PSG? The fans fucking hate him for it. Yeah, but those PSG fans are too much. Okay, yeah. So speaking of PSG, there's been like a whirlwind of news this past Mm -hmm. people are like they should just make a documentary about psg because at this point the stuff just keeps happening it's an absolute shit show i really don't know what they're trying to do so in the beginning of the week messi gets suspended by psg for two weeks for traveling to saudi arabia without permission and he's been suspended so no training no matches and no wages no wages for two weeks by the way is 1.7 million euros so two days ago apparently before he went to Saudi Arabia. He had asked PSG for permission to travel because they were planned days off. Apparently, what they decided was if they win, they get the day off. If they lose, they don't have the day off. But he was already in the air flying to Saudi Arabia. The club, he said the club changed their plans and then they had training in the morning. There's different stories with this. Then immediately also comes out that PSG is not going to be renewing his contract, which, you know, we all kind of knew that anyway. But also... I don't see how this is really punishment for Messi. He hates being there anyway. It just sounds petty for PSG. And and they don't consistently punish players for not obeying rules. But more importantly, on Friday, yesterday, Messi releases this really ratchet video. Yeah, he oh put God. on a suit. So it looked like it was filmed in the bathroom. In the bathroom on an iPhone 7. Like, he was held at gunpoint or something. Like, do you see what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it, it, it felt so... Like, he was... Wait, that's, that's actually a good point. Because most of these influencers and content creators film with their phones. So why is his video so bad? Even a new iPhone would be better quality. It would look... Like, seriously, it was like a ransom video or something. And he was probably wearing, I don't know, PJ bottoms. Like, because it was just the top and hat. why the fuck do you have to wear a suit? Nobody cares. <laughs> and so he says, quote, I... Th- by the way, he doesn't speak a word of any other language besides Spanish. I mean, doesn't You can barely understand his Spanish. I think a lot of people don't understand <laughs> yes. his Spanish. Though. No, because I thought he would at least throw in a bonjour, désolé. <laughs> 
nope, nope, no, nothing. And he's like, I quote, I thought we were going to have a day off after the game as always. I had this trip organized. It's like a student. Yeah. It's like a student when they don't uh, no, submit no, no, their homework. No, no, but the last part is the best. I had this trip organized and couldn't cancel it. You're fucking Leo Messi. You can cancel any trip you want, by the way. I had already canceled it before. I apologize to my teammates and I'm waiting for what the club wants to do with me. <laughs> what the club wants to do with me. It's literally like a, a, an undergrad who didn't submit his homework or her homework. And they're like giving excuses to the professor so that they but don't But kudos to him. He really, he put his, because I cannot, I cannot imagine Cristiano Ronaldo and, saying something like, I'm waiting for what the club yeah, wants to do honestly, with me. Honestly, I do think it's a PR thing. I think his PR team probably told him to do this. It fits his image. It yeah, fits his yeah, image. Yeah. Because yeah. regardless of what you think about Messi and what he did, it does fit his image of trying to be more of the humble player. Yeah, so now everyone's like on his side. Exactly. They're like blaming PSG. Everyone's blaming. But obviously before this, I was blaming PSG because it's kind of fucked. You should not be doing this to Messi. If you even look at his fucking stats with PSG for two years, they're amazing. They're absolutely amazing. Like, I don't know what you want from this player. It's just that you guys are mismanaging all, all your players and you're giving them... Like, before Messi joined, what Neymar was doing, the way he's exactly. partying, they did the way Mbappe... Yeah, the way Mbappe... Like, it's a bunch of stars that do whatever they want to do and they, they clearly, like, the Qataris and the Khalifi, he's not managing them well. So it's not Messi's fault. Like... Like I and I feel like it's very disrespectful the whole way they handled it. Yes, I know he doesn't run. Yes, I know he hasn't been given a lot to the team, but that's not just because it's PSG. The guy won everything. What the fuck do you want from him? And he still gave you a lot if you look at the stats. Yeah, exactly. Right, like you, I don't like you have Mbappe. What is what? What the fuck is Mbappe doing? Right, what the fuck is Neymar doing? Who's been there for years? I, I honestly, it's because. It's okay to punish players, but they're not consistent with it. It's like they selectively punish. Yeah, right? and they made this whole big deal and, and, and we're stopping him and we're not doing this. And think about it. And, okay, by the way, I, you know why? And maybe you haven't thought about it. It's because Qatar and Saudi Arabia I know. Arabia I actually wrote that so many. down. Because imagine if he was doing a PR tourism trip for Qatar. No, not Saudi this. Arabia. Yeah, Do you think they would punish him? Mm -hmm. No way, right? Like they, they, Saudi Arabia literally had an embargo. On Qatar, like a few, if you a few years ago, no, they, I definitely they would go that. to they would go to Dubai in the middle of the street. That's what they did, and to like uh, Emirati people who were married to Qataris and tell the Qataris you gotta leave the country and go back to Qatar. That's how bad it was, and so I it, things that got gotten better Emirati. a little. Hmm? Sorry, do you mean Saudi? No, 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 both Emirati because oh. Saudi Arabia and United Emirates were both together mm, on okay. on this thing. So it was like, imagine now like things got a little bit better, but I do think there's a big element of that there. Oh, I agree. I agree. Because clearly, and he has this very close relationship with the Saudi. I don't know how much they're paying him, right? For to doing all that tourism stuff. By the way, the pictures look terrible. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the yeah. images that they like, took, they're no, kind of not cringe. bad. They're not bad. They're just like, it's very, it look, clearly looks staged. Yeah, it's right? just... I don't know if this is gonna work. But he's he it's his job. It's his I job. Understand. I don't I don't I just don't know how successful this campaign is gonna be, but Messi won out of all of this because PSG just clearly has been doing everything wrong. Yeah. Right? Mm. This stuff about the all the fans protesting outside of their headquarters, outside of Neymar's house, that's terrible. You have these fans telling yeah, Neymar to Castois to get out. Like Honestly, I do understand with Neymar a little bit. Like with Messi, I'm okay. I I, I want to give Messi a break because it's not. It's he is he is super consistent. The guy does not run anywhere. Even with Argentina, his his running is basically like he basically doesn't run. 
even when it was the final and all of that stuff, Messi doesn't want but it's, a loss. But I'm sorry. He was always but like but that. I'm sorry. It's an ownership problem. They, they no, condone, no, I agree. They condone I agree. behavior. I agree. But I'm saying Messi's behavior is consistent with how he is everywhere. With how he was in Barcelona, with how, with how he no, is no, with Argentina. We're not talking about Messi anymore. No, no. But this, this, I'm saying that they should forget about Messi. But Neymar, he has been there for a while. He was an amazing player at Barcelona. When I watched him when I was at Barcelona and now PSG, he sucks. He didn't do anything. I agree it's maybe his fault, but it's also management. You need to know how to manage the player. Exactly. You and cannot be con- condoning poor behavior, poor performance. You're getting paid so much and you let players do what they want. That is a lot of it. It's on the coach. It's on the management. It's on the ownership. I really do think fans going to Neymar's house, they're barking up the wrong tree, literally. Because what, what, if anything, go protest about the owners. Mm-hmm. Because they're, they're, as they would say, mal gérer everything. This doesn't... But they're the ones who decide. Like, Neymar is just not... Like, there's no player who's just going to decide to leave the club like this while his contract is still up. Like, it's just... Like, he's not going to get anything, right? Probably. not No wages, no nothing. But the club needs to decide to sell him. They need, they're the ones who make the decisions. I just don't think... Like, for example, there's no way Pep Guardiola and City would let a player do that in their, in their club. Yeah, that's true. Like, There's I mean, no way. I mean, even his physique. I'm sorry, we've talked about this. Like his diet, his party, and all of this stuff. Look at how he doesn't. Pep tell them you you can't have sex before a game or something like that. Like this is how strict it is. While that guy just goes out and parties and has like a, a belly and no, it's like the whole team is so fucked. And I'm sorry again, not to defend Messi and he annoyed me. He annoyed me a lot when I was Barcelona not running. But you guys did not win the Champions League or have any significant European titles even long before Messi joined. The Qataris took ownership of PSG a long time ago, long before uh, fucking Messi joined. So he's not the problem, clearly. Yeah, and also apparently it came out that they were PSG uh, on social media, like these fans of PSG on social media saying that they've been paid a thousand euros a match either by PSG or associate companies to write positive things about the club and the organization. Oh my so bad. <laughs> it's just like you have that's what I'm saying. You should we should not be equating these uh state ownerships from the Gulf because yeah. clearly they're not doing an amazing job across the board. Yes, you have Newcastle. Yes, you have City, but look at PSG. Yeah, and, and also, as you said, notice how Ronaldo went to do uh, an interview with Pierce Morgan and Messi shot his video apologizing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, look at the contract. That is the whole Messi thing. We'll see see what it goes. The, the Apparently, the Saudi offer of 400 million, oh, sorry, 320 million pounds a year is still on the table. We still don't really know what Messi wants. He's still definitely considering Barcelona. If he wants money, go to Saudi. If he wants to do one last tango, Barcelona, okay, fine. Who, who's going to stop you? He, he, he could do... Uh, I think this is what he's going to do. He's going to do one year at Barcelona. And then go to Saudi. And go to Saudi and then go to Miami. And so, I mean, yeah, because if you go to MLS, I think that's a new terrain. And I think someone made the point about having, you know, this could actually get maybe more Americans inter- mm-hmm. interested in football, which mm-hmm. could be really interesting. And, he, and I don't know where I got this idea from. Where it's like, If he really wanted to go prove himself, go play for Tottenham. You, no, <laughs> my God. no, no, no. Oh, my God. He'd receive so much hate. It's basically like playing for PSG. Why would you do that? Wouldn't that be hilarious though? Oh my god! If he can get Tottenham to win any silver, it doesn't have to be even the Premier League. That's Just it. any. That's Pe- it. You're people, the- people will forget about Kane. No, yeah, you are. No questions asked. The goat of all time because you won Tottenham. And honestly, Messi, just maybe don't don't play for anyone. Maybe just go home and relax. 
I mean, like this is very convenient that Forbes just released their uh, their list of the He's highest, second. yeah, of the highest paid athletes. So according to Forbes, the world's ten highest paid athletes collectively made one point eleven billion before taxes and agents fees over the last twelve months, the highest total ever. Ronaldo leads the way, obviously, with an estimated. Before uh, it was messy, though. Yeah, before it was messy. So, uh, with Ronaldo leads the way with one hundred thirty-six million, including forty-six million dollars from his playing salary and bonuses, and ninety million from endorsements, appearances, and all those licensing uh, income and the other stuff. Uh, Messi second, one hundred thirty million dollars. Uh, on the field, it's basically sixty-five million, and off the field, another sixty-five million. So, kind of equal. And apparently, he launched an investment firm called Playtime in October. Damn, okay, they're like all these business endeavors everywhere. And the third one, which is I found it kind of interesting, is also a, a football player, Mbappe, with 120 million, but most of it is on the field. So 100 million on the field. While 20 million, like off the field endorsements and all that stuff. Yeah, it, At the uh, age of 20. fucking 24. Yeah, because I think as he gets older, he will do bigger, these kind of bigger brand name deals yeah. like Messi and Ronaldo have. Yeah, no, but it's just it's no, it's just because it's PSG. PSG is paying him so much money to stay, and because he had like when he negotiated, he had the upper hand, so he got a massive salary. And then poor LeBron, only 119 million. Oh, poor for, guy! For poor so, guy! Poor guy! So all these soccer players making so much. They money. all chose the wrong career. Again, again. Oh, when we like talk about them a lot, we don't feel bad because there are a lot of other people struggling. They will be just fine. Messi is just fine. He could just stop playing altogether and he will be fine. He is loved by everyone all over the world and he makes so much money and his grand-grandchildren are set for life. Yeah, exactly. I mean, his investment fund of his wealth can go on for decades. Exactly. They just keep yeah. investing that money. Yeah. They yeah. can earn... They, they will... They will you know, do pretty well. So honestly, his kids don't have to do anything. They just need to manage that fund. That's true. <laughs> One more question for you. What do you think about Bellingham going to Madrid? It's pretty much, a, I mean, according to most sources. He made the fantastic choice. Honestly. If, if they gave me a choice to go to any team, I wouldn't even choose Barcelona probably. I would choose Madrid. But what I think is interesting, I mean, as much as it breaks my heart, I love him as a player. He's like we've talked about it a bit overrated but still i really like him as a player maybe not worth the money that he is but still i think it's going to be a very cool path for him right because there's not a lot of english players that Mm -hmm. start off early outside of the premier league to build the early sides of their career maybe beckham but i don't know when he started yeah oh no no he didn't because he was at man u yeah exactly most of it the peak of his career was united and so I and think there are not, there's not a lot of English players in Madrid. They in general, in I think in La Liga yeah. in general. Yeah. But it's it, a different type of play. Exactly. Pl- but I think it would style. be very interesting because maybe he will want to come back to the Premier League later on. But if he's, you know, as young as he is, he's 18, 19 and he starts off in Madrid. Mm-hmm. It could be a very interesting because not a lot of people have done that as an English player. No, no, I agree. I, I, between that and Liverpool, I'll definitely choose Madrid. Obviously, for obvious reasons, because... They're always winning the Champions League. The titles is extremely well managed. We've been talking about it. Fiorentino Perez has been managing the team like a fucking company for a while. He's going to get to play with like amazing stars. He also like it's a winning mentality that they all have. I don't know what they also always get good coaches. Please bring that to England a bit because I mean, look at Barcelona, Valverde, Kiki Sitian, that guy, the Dutch guy who was not great. But they Madrid, no. 
like they've had Zidane, they've had uh, what's his name, Ancelotti right now. They've had other amazing coaches before. Uh, even Mourinho was not bad. He didn't do his best there, but he was not. Like it's every single decision that Madrid makes. It's like a good team. So you want to no, go think, there. I think it will be good. And I, it pains me because then I, I will have a little bit, you know, oh, I wish I could. So, no, I can't support Madrid because of, you know, you and Barcelona. Yeah. But still, I'm like, oh, because Bellingham's paying for that. But he's going to be entering at a good time because um, Cruz and Modric just mm-hmm, extended their mm-hmm. contracts. So they're going to be there for that transition period to help mm-hmm. that new generation of midfielders, Camavinga, Chalmini, and now with Bellingham, they're going to be amazing. Yeah, yeah. Just watch out. Madrid's, they don't, they, they're not going to have a transition period. They're just going to go from one generation to the next. Yeah, honestly. Seamlessly. Yeah, great, like, great buy. Like, it's, it's still, he's still one of the best current available, let's say, midfielders. Like, the yeah. ones that I, they, they could transition. Like, you're not going to get De Young. De Young's not leaving. All of these other midfielders are not leaving. Like, he, like, Drew Bellingham, Declan Rice, these are the people that you could potentially Yeah, buy. and Madrid needs, needs that. Yeah, yeah. That's it for today's episode. We hope you really enjoyed. If you did, please leave us a five-star review wherever you're listening from. Uh, And we hope you have a great week. We'll see you in the next one. Bye.